Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Causing a Racket. My name is Mark Innes and Macy Elliott has been making fun of how I, how I do my intro. <laughs> so we'll start with her. How are you today, Macy? I'm good, Marky Mark. How are you? Oh, always good. Uh, back from the East Coast, was there for the Molten Point Cup, which we're going to be talking about today and recapping a little bit. Made it out before the, the big storm last night. Justin, how are you doing? Great, great. Happy to be back on the pod. Second one of the year. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you, you took a little hit from the storm. You sent us some photos earlier. Tell us, uh, tell us what happened to your paddle courts. Apparently, if it rains and it gets really windy, trees will fall. Uh, and one happened to fall on two of my courts, and now there's a hole in one. So it'll be a fun week of trying to figure out how to work that in the schedule. We got a, Macy and I got a, a text earlier with a huge a paddle core with a huge hole in. Um, so that's, that's no good. I just assumed that you had like an angry pelican that was just diving on your court, Justin. I wish then I could retaliate. <laughs> an angry pelican. Well, well if it makes Macy- you feel any better at 7 p.m. this evening, my entire windscreen was ripped off one of my courts while I was teaching a lesson. It scared the bejesus out of uh, the lesson Everything. that I, we were like, what just happened? Of all four courts, it was the one behind on our court that got ripped off just by the wind. It was windy. Very windy. That's why I stay out west. Um, we've got some, some hazy IPAs here, Macy and I. Justin, nothing for you. Are you doing a little... No, I just got to wake up and teach tomorrow early. Mm. I just got damp January. Just calm down a little bit. I've had heard that. um, I like damp January. That is a good one. Clear January where they only drink the clear ones. Oh, I haven't heard of that. So let's get into it. There was a lot of paddle going on this weekend. Um, there was the the Milton Point Cup, which is an APTA tour stop, a women's women's only tournament, Working Women's Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the PA, the PA States, um, mm-hmm. which apparently you don't have to be from PA to play in. So that's new news to everybody. News to everybody. News to everybody. Uh, there was a tournament down in Boston, the the South Shore, South Shore something, but a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of action, which is which is cool to see. Um, people up and down playing. Milton Point Cup, you you ended up being there, Justin. I was I was streaming a little bit. It was it was a one day tournament, and we had two of the top women's teams. In the mix, in Anika Lalic and Hanish and Zabori, and the the weather, for the most part, it cooperated, and then at the end, it started to get a little little slick. But tell us, what matches did you end up seeing over there, Justin? I saw both the semis and the finals. I saw a little bit of one of the quarters, right? Yes, but yeah, it was a uh, was it only two sites? Shannon Rock and Kovaly? Um, I'm not too sure. It wasn't it wasn't a huge draw, so it could have been, but all the mm, all the main matches were at Kovaly Club. 
and shout out to Edwards. What's that? I said, I think the editor should know to clip that sound effect for later. Definitely. It's mm-hmm. uh, on I think that should be a special effect. Mm. <laughs> but shout out the Coveley Club. I think that they did a great job. I think they were pretty excited to be putting on a tournament. It was the first time they were doing an APTA tour stop. And the, the viewing at that club, I think it's pretty cool. It was definitely solid. Um, they did a good job. Uh, there was food inside and outside, a bar inside and outside. Um, brand new paddle hut. The president of the club, uh, his last name's uh, Muhammad Ali. Really? He like, showed me around a little bit, which was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm sure he gets a table pretty quickly at most places with that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brand new hut. Uh, beautiful facility. Great house. Yes, they the the viewing is great. They're excited. A lot of the the people were out to to watch. And what was super impressive, you can see on the live streaming, especially when the weather started to to get bad, there was still a lot of people like standing outside watching. So they were they were into it. Um, so I'm excited to. I hope that they they continue to to want to put the tournament on and, and grow that event because the club's beautiful. And anytime you have a group of people that are that into it and wanting to put it on and grow it, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's a good thing. Also very cool to see uh, Lauren Gebbia and Kerry Delmonico out there playing again. Uh, mm-hmm. always fun. They, they made it to the semifinals and um, had a fun match against Anika Lalic. So shout out both of them. Fun to have them back out and playing as for picking the draws you two tied because you had the exact same picks um and in that same sense you both won so i think macy might have just come up with a strategy of copying justin's picks that's exactly what i want to do justin how much can i pay you to just give me your draw first and i will copy because justin is killing us in this competition he then you can't catch up to me. What's that? So then she can't catch up to me. She has to do something a little different than me. That way she could catch me in points. No, I got to so. start paying people on the side. I think that's what I need to do. At these tournaments, go up and say, hey, guys, I got money on the line. What's it going to cost? Match you also had a special team. appearance by uh, president of the APTA. Uh-huh. She played. Yeah, shout out Tiernan Cavana. Tiernan Cavana. Yeah. She was out there grinding, and um, she's good. I've never, I don't think I've seen her play all that much. She's she's got some oh, skills. Yeah, super talented, solid, right? Poaching and yeah. her mm-hmm. and Rupoli Hall. But you two had a pretty perfect draw. Minus, we all picked Alexander Nianova to beat the number four seeds of Cran and Herschel, but they denied us. I would like to take this opportunity to make a public apology because I got <laughs> I I got um I got some hate mail from from Cran and Herschel. And I just want to say that Vic is coming back from uh Vertigo. And those two are some of my it's one of my favorite teams on the tour, and I love them both to death and I believe in them wholly. But Vic I didn't know if she could stand up straight at the time. So I just went I'm gonna make a public apology. For the that, was my, that was my first time getting to see them play. Uh, 
at least live. I don't know if I've seen them live stream, but that was the first time I've seen them play. So that's honestly, that was the only reason I didn't pick them. I was like, well, I don't really know them. So I'll just. No, I have no risk. excuse. I know them very well. <laughs> very, was, very well. We were both clearly wrong. They outplayed, uh, you know, their opponents and they played really well. I saw the match a little bit. So it was great. I, both of us and Mark was also clearly wrong. I was, I mean, I've, my draws have been wrong all of, I, I didn't pick the winner. I didn't pick that one. So but I like how you try to spice things up, Mark. You know, I you d- go for the gold. I do go for the gold. And I, I, this one, I did know I couldn't, I couldn't pick the same one as everyone because I see your guys draws when you send them to me, but I still do. <laughs> I still do uh-huh. believe. believe it all in comes you. out, everybody. Uh, he looks first and makes his judgments. It hasn't been helping, clearly, but I still do believe in the team of Anika Lalic. Um, but the final, they played against Hanish and Zabori, who, you know, they clearly are, I think, the, the team to beat once again. Hanish and Zabori, um, they, they've been on a pretty, pretty impressive mm-hmm. streak, and it'll be cool to see how, how things unfold as we get to Detroit Invitational, Short Heels Invitational. I think that's the only times we're going to see them again and also some of the, all the other bigger teams in the same draw before nationals. But that final, they, they were um, running pretty far ahead. What, what was this first set score? 6-3 and they were 5-2 up. Yeah. And we were just commenting before, we had the, the tournament directors and whoever was going to do the, the post-match the speech was getting all the trophies ready together to the match is going to end. It's five, two and they've six, three up, but there was a little, a little twist of, uh, twist of events, a little turn of fate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the weather definitely had a factor there at the end. Weather you know, had a factor. Wait, so Mark, I have a very important question for you. When, when they started to bring out the trophy, were you the per? were you one of the people that came out and was like waiting for the end of the match to happen? I usually am. I wasn't because I was, I'm trying to remember. I was behind the, the technology on the cameras. So you didn't, so you didn't I'll... come out when you thought it was about to end? Yeah, he wasn't out there. Okay. I was just double checking because that has wow. happened. In other I was out there in the rain. <laughs> in Long Island. Uh, in Long Island, be... <laughs> Mark came out and I was like, oh, no. That should be a, oh yes, they came. We, I came out because Macy and them had, I think, match points. And I was like, we oh, had they're gonna several match them. points, and he came out. He's like, okay, it's gonna wrap up soon, and then oh, it's still going, it's still going, it's still going. <laughs> and Allison and Charlotte got us. I was hiding behind the stairs. I was hoping they. Yeah, he they was. You were hiding behind the stairs. <laughs> I mean, the way things were going, like it did look like we were going to a third. Yeah. It, it I mean, did, things um, started going fast, but they saved it. They did, and the the conditions courts held up pretty well. Actually, it wasn't like true true skid ball. Um, no. There were some slips. Yeah, it was a it was an early season match. Probably the best way to put it. It wasn't none of the players were playing their sharpest, and it was no. it was kind of second going semester. Back they've gone on winter break. Yeah, second semester. That's that's exactly right. But congrats to Hanish and Zabori for for winning the Milton Point Cup. Congrats to the whole Milton Point Cup congrats. crew for putting on a fun tournament. Um, yeah. The 
the next stop is going to be the Midwesterns, which is coming up this weekend. And that's 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 traditionally a pretty big stop for for the Midwest. Um, well, it used to be a Grand Prix, correct? It has been. It has been a Grand Prix, and then Detroit has kind of taken that over, right? Correct. Okay, that's what I thought. Have you ever played Midwesterns? I've never played Midwesterns because it was it's always been the same weekend as Lagunitas, and you know mm. where my loyalty lies. Exactly. So, but Lagunitas, unfortunately, is the same weekend as Atlantic Classic this year, and way too many people are playing Atlantic Classic. So that's what we are. We decided to play Atlantic instead of Lagunitas. Yeah. I am. I unfortunately also have to miss the Lagunitas Open as a defending champion. It's a as a defending champion, to miss, but. I won't be there, but Midwesterns is going to be some fun live streaming. There's some there's some good teams playing and some fun new partnerships, yeah. which we're gonna we're gonna dive into a bunch today, talking about how to play with new partners and all that fun stuff. Macy, you look like you've got something good to say over here. No, like the with the men's side, there's a bunch of new, bunch of new partnerships. Like for example. McNerney is slotted to play with Nunez. We have uh, Chris and Russell are going to play together again. They played Pittsburgh together first. And, and they won. And they won. And then so it's like you look at all these men's players. They play, you know, they play with all these different people all the time. They switch it up. And we have club players that ask us all the time, well, I can't, you know, I can't play my best if I'm playing with a new play with a new partner. So we look at how, what are the steps that you do or what, what are the things that you do early on in a match or in a tournament when you're playing with someone new? So what would you say? I would say very early on, yes, okay, well, what side do you prefer playing? And as we all know, because they're going to they're gonna say, oh, I can play either side, <laughs> which is not true. They want to play one side or the other. Then we'll play either side, and then so and then and you go back and forth and say, okay, well, what's your stronger suit? And just find out if they have a forehand or a backhand, and you have to you have to go from there and saying like, once you pick your sides, then let you me, can, yeah, let go me ahead. Ask you a question before you you get past that step. What advice do you give people for when they are picking their sides? Because um, besides just feeling feeling comfortable defensively i think maybe newer players pick it like oh i i feel way more comfortable defending from you know the deuce side Mm -hmm. but what's your advice for if you have a team in front of you Mm -hmm. how are you how are you guiding them to pick sides so if we're going at more i won't i don't even want to say beginner level but like at a we're going at a at a beginner we'll say a, a more earlier level earlier level or people who aren't very comfortable with screens. We'll say Mm. that whoever is more comfortable with screens should play the ad side because they're going to see more screenplay in general. And and that might necessarily be like, say they're not the better player or they're not the more offensive player, but they're more comfortable with screens. That's the side that they should be on. And then I think you look at if, if you have a lefty righty and the lefties forehand is their power Generally, we have the lefty be on the deuce side. 
if you have someone who is able to hit a two-handed backhand who's a righty, they should look at possibly being on the deuce side. Uh, and you kind of build it from there. But at the most simplistic level, whoever's more comfortable with screens should play on the ad side. If you go a level past that, then you want to try to find a way to uh, get your strengths in the when in the best area to see the most looks at your strengths. What do you think, so, Justin? Go on, Justin. No, I, I think there are multiple ways to look at it. Um, sometimes I look at it like at personalities. Like if you're an aggressive personality and you have, you like to take risk, maybe the ad side is a good place for you to go. Uh, if you're more of like a defensive, like slower, uh, rhythm player maybe the do side's good for you so it just depends if it's like a new partnership for like a week is it a new partnership that like you want to build together on are you already at a level where like you have a side you like or you already have a weapon like if you're a tennis player and you've never played the sport before you might enjoy the ad side more just because you get to like attack a little bit more because you have your forehand in the middle typically so it just depends on like what the scenario is so to kind of organize this a little bit, what I'm hearing, and I like the levels that you've put here, Macy, if you are beginner to intermediate, lower intermediate level, you're probably deciding on wh- whoever's able to make more, more screens back should play on the ad side because mm-hmm. just naturally, if you're playing against two right-handed players, you're going to see a lot more overhead. So yep. that's a great, great way to put it. A level up from that so if you're you know middle intermediate to to advanced then you, you really should be able to defend equally on or play the screens on both sides so then what you're really looking at is how can we put our our offensive weapons our strengths more in the middle of the courts and what that means is whatever side you drive from whether it's your forehand or your backhand you want that you want one of those at least um, right in the middle of the court, not mm-hmm. on the outside, because whenever you hit a good lob, it's just too easy to for your opponents to hit their push overhead to an area that is away from, from your weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also think... Go ahead. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. No, no, keep going. Uh, and I think if you get a level past that, um, to an advanced level, I think that the ad side becomes a um, it's where where you can build. You can build the point a lot. And I think it's against two righty teams. So, like, for example, if uh, my partner and I are at the back and let's say my part, like, my partner is definitively the better player, right? So they're going to necessarily – the team at the net is going to come to me more. If we place me on the do side against two righties, like I can build the point pretty well or like in the back, you want to be able to build and create the point with your lobs and Mm -hmm. who, like who is going to get more looks in order to build the point and move the other players versus just looking at your strengths. Does that, does that make sense or not really? It does. Um, I guess what has to happen is that ad court player still has to have some weapon 
Otherwise, it's, it's just too easy to, to neutralize, right? And you just dump the ball at them. Yeah, and you just dump the ball. Because it's too big of an area to dump the ball into. So if I'm thinking of a team, there's two teams that come to mind that are interesting for the sides that they play on. One is Socorro Morgan, right? You, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think that Allison as... You would you would see her as the player with maybe less weapons from mm-hmm. from the baseline, and, yep. but she she's playing on the ad side, which maybe is speaking to your point of being able to she can mm-hmm. build yes. she can love well and then anything that sort of miss hit Charlotte is hunting and mm-hmm. all over it. Um, well, the difference with them is she has a back end in the middle that because attacks. she has that big back end in the middle. Yeah, which is not always common. No, and then. The other team that comes to mind in that same regard is um, Johan and Steve with with Steven playing on the ad side. And I mean, they both have just weapons everywhere, but Steven playing on the, the ad side, which has Johan. So, and I know there's maybe two, this is also an advanced thing where you probably can even return on the side that you really like and then switch midpoint if that was something that that you felt yep. was better. Um, and I remember watching you, Mark, at Chicago Charities back in my first, back in early first years where I was really studying film, you played with Marco Grangiero and you got to the semifinals of Chicago Charities and you guys returned and switched sides. We did. Um, you pulled that one out of the bag, did you? No. It was finals, but I'll, I like that you. It was the final. <laughs> no, but that—that's exactly the 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 thing where my return on the ad side just always felt way better because I don't have to move against a right hand mm-hmm. team that's coming into me. But then yeah. once the point was on, I just didn't have enough weapons from the ad side to to really hurt. Uh, I think we were playing Juan and and Banchella. Um, and so we would return that how we on the ad side and the do side and then switch midpoint. And I think Steven and Johan did the same switch for that yep. same reason to put Steven's return on the ad side. Cause I think Johan also prefers returning on the deuce, but they stay now, um, which is, which is interesting. So I Steven guess went by that. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it seems to be doing okay. But I guess that that next level, like you're saying, can be where the ad court player is going to be building the point a lot. Um, and then that gives the deuce court player room to sort of move around, do their thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then... I mean, go on. I was going to say, like, maybe you can answer this best, like, at that higher level, at your level, like that reset button is much smaller... Mm-hmm. Than it is at a club level and a lower level. Mm-hmm. You have like what three boards to play with, basically. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. that's where like that's where it changes. Like at that higher level, when you have that ability to have weapons like that, like the spaces you can dump the ball become much smaller. Yeah, I completely agree, and that's actually a focus that I'm having with my uh, with my teams right now is a bunch of resets because. You know, the simplistic textbook way is like, oh, we reset to the middle, but that's not necessarily true. We need to reset to whatever their strengths, you know, are not. So if we have a, you know, 
ABCs. whatever they can drive. We don't give it there the moment that we are off the net and we're in a bad position. Right. And then I think that a big thing when, whenever you start to play with people and again, at, at the, the top level of the game, you have people that can drive off of both wings yep. and all of a sudden there's like nowhere to go. So you just have to hit your reset slow enough to allow you the time to get back into a good volume position to where their drive won't matter. Yep. So then you look at, I guess, two classic teams, how we're describing it, that for people to watch that that come to mind are a honor and a floor. Mm-hmm. That's a more classic yep. where classic floor team. in the news court is like, she's not going to miss. She yep. can hurt you with her forehand. She can hurt you off the screens. But Anna in the in the ad court is really going to be bringing most of the offense and and covering a huge amount of court with her with her forehand. Mm-hmm. Um, McNerney and Araya are a similar team where Graham's just locking down that that deuce court. He's not going to do as much offensively, but you know that just really frees up Araya to to dance around and do his thing. And I guess the main point for people to understand is if you're playing against a righty-righty team, then all their good overheads or most of their attacking overheads are going to be, they have to, just by the nature of the, the game, they have to go towards the ad court. Yeah. So that's, the, that's just how that sort of classic setup works, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think it's 100% uh, true. Are there any teams that come to mind that are unique in how they set up, or or that? I mean, Drew's famous for like being a lefty yeah, to play sure. the ad. Drew's a lefty in the ad. Yeah, he proved like the traditional stereotype that like you can be a lefty and play the ad. Breaking barriers, just one. <laughs> just one when I first, I was like a big thing. Lefties have to play the deuce. And you watch Drew, who like has won many national championships, doing the opposite of what you know mm-hmm. was the thing. And if and if we look at at his setup, right, why that's effective is because he hits his backhand drive mostly yep. off the deck. So mm-hmm. it's basically it's it's the yeah. perfect scenario where mm-hmm. he's got his strongest drive in the middle, and then he's still got some offense on the. On that yeah, side screen, like, and he can like, play that off the uh, high wire. Yeah, but let's even look at Delmonico Gebbia. But they're famous for like changing sides and like yeah. if something doesn't work the first set, they'll move the second set. But more often than not, at least recently, Carrie has put herself in the ad side where Lauren obviously has the harder drive and brings mm. more offense to the team, and she's on the do side. But Carrie builds the point from the ad side. And then she can always she always can step up and take the ball that goes off of like when people start try to uh, spike it on the side screen, Carrie can slide up and take it. Um, but she builds the point from that side, and then Lauren swoops in whenever she wants. Yeah, she's trying to push that. She pushed that down the line a lot to try to push you to dump it to the yep. middle or the do side, so she can yep. attack. Yep. So I guess one of the worst things you can do when you're playing with someone and you're trying to figure out what side you're going to play from is probably putting your 
if if your forehand, your right hand, and your forehand is your best shot, putting that on the you playing the deuce court and putting that all the way on the right side there is it's just going to be way too easy to to keep it away from everything, right? If your I partner think, has that. not necessarily, I think if you like, let's say Mark, you and I are playing together, right? Anytime. And obviously, your forehand is way better than mine. So anytime I'm ready, obviously. And so do we really want to have your forehand all the way in the deuce court and then me in the ad court? Probably not. We probably want that biggest weapon to have the most boards to work with. As long as you're consistent in putting it and, you know, making it all the time, Mark. That's been shaky, but so, so, <laughs> so talk us through your, you and Lynn, how you guys are figuring out what sides you want to do and which matchups and stuff like that. No, we're still, and that's where something we're working through. We're still unsure. We've done me on the ad side. That's how we played last year. And then we've had me on the do side and her on the ad side. And it just, we haven't really quite figured it out yet. And honestly, I, say again. She's got too many weapons, you two. You can't decide. There's so what many from. weapons. There's so many options. Oh, but in all honesty, at the end of the day, when you get to, when you get to there, I also think that, her and I, we, I think we should be able to win matches from either side. I don't think when it comes to that level, I think that we should be able to win regardless of size. I don't think us choosing one side or the other is going to be the outcome of a match. But it would be nice if you guys go into matches and be like, you know what, against this team, let's play this way because it sets up this for us because right. that's what they do. Like You could almost right. use it as like a play depending on which team you want to play. Right. You could. Yeah. I mean, that's what all sports do, right? They kind of like take like what their mm-hmm. opponents give them in the past and like, all right, how do we set yep. up a play or a situation to put us in to the best? Yeah. Um, I think when you get to that, that point, you have to be able to both play both sides and, you know, you have to be able to play each point differently if you want to and switch if you want. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's an important takeaway for, for people in general is you can't get stuck on one side because mm-hmm. you, you don't, you don't improve. You your better. No, you don't, you yeah. don't improve. If you say I'm, I'm a deuce court player, you don't improve at that point. Or you say I'm an ad court player because you got to be able to play both sides because also playing both sides gives you a perspective as to what that person has to deal with. So like if I only play the do side, but and I'm a righty, but I attack the ad side so much when I'm at net, I don't understand what that ad person has to deal with because I haven't been over there and I don't put myself in that position. If you, you got to practice on both sides to be able to understand what the other team has to deal with at the back. It's also the importance of practicing against people that are worse than you mm-hmm. and better than you. Yes. Not just people that are better than you. 100%. Because when you practice against people that are worse, you sometimes you don't get picked on as much and you know how, you learn how that, fe- how that feels and how to get out of it. Yep. Justin, what's your preferred side to, to play? The deuce side, so I don't have to do anything. What's that? <laughs> the deuce side, so I don't have to do anything. Okay. Macy, what's your preferred side? Such a hard question, Mark. I don't know. If I Red had to pick, mm-hmm. huh? 
Lynn is listening, so be careful. I know. <laughs> if I had to pick, I'd say I'd say ads. I think I probably prefer returning deuce and playing mm. ads. But I I I don't know. I really don't know. Mark, what's your preferred side to play? I the ad side's more fun because you're gonna see more balls. Um but if I'm playing at a, a higher level and I want to and I'm really trying to win, then there's a good chance I probably should be on the due side. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to a, another question. What when you are thinking of a partner and who sort of compliments you well, what what do you look for? I'll 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 tell you what what I think is important for for me if I'm trying to actually play at the highest level I can. The the partners that I'll play the best with are ones that or that compliment me the best and I compliment them are ones that have a very good drive off the deck because I think I blitz well and I can read it very well. So mm-hmm. I need I I actually need a partner that can drive well off the deck to to make that happen. So mm-hmm. if I if if I'm playing with someone who's very defensive and doesn't have that at all, it, I mean I'm going to still have fun. I'm going to try hit a bit more, but it's not going to s- suit my strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something that's in that same regard? And we'll we'll speak about um, a couple of the teams where we think this this is the case but what in that same regard um do you look for macy or do you think is your best setup well someone give me the hardest high fives possible obviously um you know, well that's how i knew linjo was the match for me uh <laughs> no in all honesty it's someone who matches your intensity level and i think that's really important in a team because some people do better when they're more you know, relaxed and chilled and laid back. And so someone who's very, who likes to play very chill is not going to do so well with someone who's like super intense and vice versa. Uh, so I personally think that that is the most important thing. I think you can work from there. The emotional connection. Yes. As the woman of the podcast, I think that's what I want to bring to the table. <laughs> I like it. The emotional connection. That's, that's but- step one. It's important. It's important because it depends that that determines how you play and if you're free to play and you know, you know what I mean, Marky Mark? Absolutely. You got to feel, uh-huh. feel happy and free out there. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm-hmm. What about you, Justin? Uh, I tend to like a partner who is a little more offensive attacking so I can kind of just like lob and set up. Uh, I'm more of a natural introvert. So someone who's like a little more loud and kind of takes over the communication is usually better for me. Like I can do it cause I teach all the time, but like I'm more of like a quiet person naturally. So do side fits me pretty well. I can just lob all day and let somebody attack and be a soundboard on strategy. So that's right. Like to your point, Justin, I, I can't not call the ball. It's impossible. I, I have to, I have to say, even if I have to say it quietly, like I say, mine, yours, yours, mine for every single ball. And poor Lynn has to deal with it. <laughs> so it's probably important for people to, or for players to know their their game style to a degree so that 
you if and this is if you're trying to play at the best you can it's obviously if you're playing league you play with whoever they put you with and make the most of it but if you're the captain putting together teams you it's probably good to try think of these things like if i'm thinking of a graham mcnerney comes to mind where he's going to thrive with a partner that can be more offensive and especially from the baseline but when he has to be that player he's not you know, he honestly, he could win nationals with a partner that like a, a Juan or someone who really brings the offense. If he's that player, he's not probably getting to that same point, right? So mm-hmm. it's that it's it's that knowing like what's my strengths and trying to pair those things together, um, which is important when you're maybe putting a lineup together or thinking who's going to partner with who, right? Yeah, do you guys think we should put a new dating app together for paddle partners? <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of swipe rights and swipe lefts that are going on here. Didn't oh, yeah. platform files make like a... They did. They, did. they made it oh, eHarmony oh, and it was man. fantastic. They're like, <laughs> like dues court player only. Oh, swipe left. Swipe left. So good. They, they were hilarious. Those videos, they need to come back. Shout out platform files. Platform files yeah. is the greatest. The amount of times I bring them up in a clinic saying, guys, you need to, file, you need to follow platform <laughs> files. Will Colmar, Jeroni Bonds, shout mm-hmm. out those guys. They they oh, do yeah. some stuff. Um, the captaining video was the best video on paddle I've ever seen in my life. Amazing. No, it was it was it was awesome. I also want to say as we're as we're wrapping up here, last week we were speaking about um, which teams are sort of on our radar and uh, all that all that good stuff. And as we hung up. And no one calls me because no one gives a shit. But I thought of <laughs> I thought of a team that I wanted that I want to put on the top of my radar because I think I think it's it could be all the way. I think Fraser Morgan have been sliding like under the radar. We haven't been speaking about them. And they they one of those teams that has they've made the semis of nationals a couple mm-hmm. years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, they they just got over the hump in Philly beating Durant yep. and Phil. I I I'm just I'm just putting it out there just in case they win when something happens because new, talk about you putting them out there. Nice. I'm just putting new, it new team alert this weekend. Fraser West are playing. Is that correct? Yeah, that's Fraser West, Cincinnati's finest. But who's I'm playing what saying. side? Should we call them? Should we ask? What is West Drive? His back end? West drives West, everything. West is gonna play the deuce. West drives everything. Really? Well that's gonna yeah. be a that's gonna be a fun team. They they they're creative as can be. So but, but just just mark mark my words here. I Fraser Morgan. Mark mark your words, Mark. Okay. Mark my words. They your words putting, and mark. putting them back in, in there because we were talking talking a lot about other people, but they've They've been in the mix. They for have a long done time. very well. And if Chris and uh, if, if Chris and Russell win, do they pair up? Two two tournament wins together, do they become part? Is there a and break? Atlantic in the Atlantic. We've got Felipe is playing with Gie Nunes. Yep. Oh really? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ballstrom is playing with Aldi. Who? Ballstrom is playing with Aldi. Yeah, Boston playing with Aldi. Gie is playing with Feli. Chris is playing with Tomas. 
We've got yeah. a bunch of new. We get to see Hughes and Powers. Hughes and Powers are back. The we dating apps are put to use Boris in the tournament. playing with Salazar. Who's playing with Salazar? Finn Burris. Okay. See, I mean, it's the men's draw is spicing it up. It's like Were a, they jealous of the, of the women's draw last year and people got excited about women's paddle? Do do you play any mixed mace? I mean, I know in general you you play a lot, but do you, are there? Do you enjoy like the mixed nationals and those kind of tournaments and stuff? Oh, I like love that? mixed nationals. Really? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed mixed nationals last year. I played with MC Visser last year. Nice. Yeah, MC was MC is a gentleman, a gentleman and a scholar. Very nice, <laughs> very nice to the women. Um, That's very good. <laughs> Shout out MC. For MC, I hope you're listening. Uh he couldn't he's like Macy, I can't I can't drive at the woman. I can't I can't do it. And I'm like, MC, we're losing. He's like, <laughs> Macy, I can't I can't I can't do it. I'm like, oh okay. All right, fine. He's a big teddy and, bear. And in his defense, he probably would catch a, a murder trial if I mean, if that guy hits a forehand the wrong way, I, I do, you <laughs> know, I sympathize with that. I do sympathize. 100%. Um, Mixed Nationals um, in Delaware. Mixed in Delaware this year. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys playing? Uh, when I is am it? playing more. So You're March playing, Justin? Can I believe. Yep. Yep. Who are you playing with? I think I'm going to play with uh, Camille Townsend. Do we know Camille Townsend? I think Maisie played with her. I played against her at Philly Cricket. Yeah. Right? And the quarters? Was that you or did she play Gabby? Oh, um, she played with... Did she play with... Um, Paloma? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, she's yeah. good. What, what date is Mixed Nationals, as you said? I think it's March 22nd to the yeah. 24th, something like that. Yeah, it's after Nationals. Okay. I might have to. Mm. Well, Mark, sorry, thinking about his partners. He's going through his life. I know. Mark is going through swiping to get his partner. No, I think if, if you're if you're out there and you, you want to play mixed Nationals and you have a oh, good time. Oh, drive, there it is. Marky Burke's available. Let's do it. Um, you, hear, you heard a person on the podcast. He's available. Send him the DMs. You heard it here first. All right, well, Midwesterns is coming up this weekend. Tune in. It's going to be a fun draw. A lot of new teams. They are APTAs live streaming. So awesome stuff there. And we'll catch you for a recap of that. That's all on my end. Anything for you two to add there? That's all we got. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. All right, see you guys. See you next Later. week. Later.